0: You've heard the pods, now see the Smods. See SMOD.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Hollywood Improv hosts Babylon on November 11th. Jay Mews heading down under in Brisbane, Australia, November 11th through 13th at Supernova. Vancouver gets an evening with Kevin Smith on November 12th. Check out Kevin Ralph on Babylon at the Improv in Hollywood on Friday, November 18th. Supernova Adelaide in Australia gets Jason Mewes November 19th and 20th. Babylon back at the Improv in Hollywood on December 9th. Jay and Bob get old in Colorado. They have a sold-out show on Sunday, December 11th in Greenwood Village. Catch an Evening with Kevin Smith for two evenings, actually. December 11th and December 12th in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Jay and Silent Bob get old December 12th, South at the Landmark in Colorado. Fort Collins get ready for Jay and Silent Bob get old on Tuesday, December 13th. Solo Kev in Colorado Springs on December 14th. Colorado Springs gets Jay and Silent Bob on Wednesday, December 14th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Denver, Thursday, December 15th. An evening with that Kevin Smith in Denver, downtown in Larimer Square, Thursday, December 15th. Jay and Silent Bob get old and tell your ride, right, Friday, December 16th. Kevin Smith dropping by Breckenridge on Sunday, December 18th. Bookmark ceasmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon.
1: Hit me! Episode 232.
0: With
2: clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to Netheads, all right?
1: Or Saturdays. He's got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. Mm-hmm.
2: That is just an intro we never deliver on.
1: I don't know, dude. You know, just because it's Saturday?
2: <laughs> no, but we came pretty close that one time. The last show, we were really tech-heavy, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how we ended oh, up. Oh, got, and
1: we've got some tech to talk about, too.
2: Actually, oh, see? Two big launches this week. Two big
1: launches, my friend.
2: I don't even know what you're talking about.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, The okay. thing that,
2: that kind of blew me away, welcome, everybody, another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will.
1: And my name's Trent.
2: You want to take part in the program, can one of many ways. Always, whenever you're hearing us, all you got to do, reference an EP number uh, on the Twitter. Trent, what do they do there?
1: Yeah, just use the hashtag NetHeads.
2: That's right. Uh, and if you want to take part in the program while we're live, real simple, Skype, NetHeads on air. Let's just leave it at that. Yakbet yeah. 9020, whatever, whatever. 866-610-WILL. Um, what I wanted to talk about, which I found very interesting uh, to Guess. me was uh, the, uh, what is this new Nintendo thing? The, s- the Switch. The Switch. This? Nintendo Switch. Yeah, folks, we're actually going to talk some tech stuff. This is shocking. Uh, but I found this to be a very intriguing idea, but I feel like I've heard it before somewhat. Mm. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of everything yeah. that that the previous podcast uh, PlayStation portable yep. devices tried to be.
1: Claimed it was
2: going to be able to do. But then they never came through with this. But instead, this thing almost makes it like the uh, the brain of the gaming system is uh, also the portable device. And all you have to do is you yep. can have your... Uh... I really love the, the different stages they showed of this thing because basically it looks like a guy is playing a video game using... I think it was like Skyrim was one of the examples. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, so good for them on getting a, a game to out for four years. Yeah,
2: there you go. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> dude, anybody that played the Nintendo Wii has to know that there are certain non-comparable uh, video graphic uh, limits that are going on here. I, Correct. I mean, the Xbox and the PlayStation are, at least up until my experience point of the Wii, uh, they were far superior than the experience that, that Nintendo could deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. So, so this is their attempt to look good uh, in in my book, uh, showing Skyrim. But anyway, I love the no, way no, they and, showed and, the and guy and playing like yes. a regular controller. But then yeah, the, yeah. But then he slides those off of what is basically just a piece of molded plastic for you to connect your controllers too, so that they yep. look like a controller and then he slaps it on the side of what looks like the video game system and then he lifts out a screen now it's portable and then yeah. later on they mount it somewhere else and the joysticks are disconnected and they're playing a two player game on a tiny screen whatever yep. uh, it looks really freaking cool
1: yeah and and I mean price point wise the, the bundle for, for you know the most everything that's involved in it is 400 bucks and the base model so you know without all the extra stuff you'll buy later is 300 bucks
2: dude uh video gaming systems are really just a big fuck you to the consumer every uh, time they come out now aren't yep. they yep
1: yep that's dude just why i'm i'm switching over to just pc gaming holy
2: yeah you're like i can i'll control the platform i'll control Absolutely. the experience yep whatever yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be
1: well and that's and that's another thing that that uh the console gaming i mean the hardware in making it price pointable, you know, uh, making it so people can afford to upgrade as often as, as they want you to, um, that puts constraints on the hardware itself, which the games have to be dumbed down for, which on a PC you can play them as they were actually
2: developed. That was one of the cool things I tweeted about Um I think it was something I saw on Kickstarter or Indiegogo or one of those uh, platforms, and what they had done is they had taken a basically just a cube and filled it with interlinked graphics processors nice. that, that when connected to your computer, would appear as a. Uh, a, a video device so that way then it would allow you to speed up render times and, and sure. all that jazz or like you're talking about video games taking it yeah. well beyond the limits that graphic cards can have right now yeah um, and it, it, it it's a genius idea because then it takes your laptop and it makes it a system that uh is it's able to focus on the processing power because all of the video stuff is handled by a major video factory sitting next sure. to it that, that, that just solely has one job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry though. When I was going on about the controller, you had a point about this system as well.
1: Um. Yeah. No. I. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, and they've they've done a smart thing, and they've actually teamed up with a ton of developers to actually make a, you know, a lot of games for it, which has always been a problem for for. Um, Nintendo fans and, and at the same time they're very smart in controlling their IP. I mean the first time we've we've ever seen a um uh, Nintendo property not on a Nintendo device was the essentially was the the Pokemon Go game.
2: Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, very and very so they, true.
1: They've they've done a really good job at at trying to to keep control of their properties but in doing so they've excluded a lot of options um for more development.
2: Yeah, but you know uh, they're they're the one that reap all the money anytime anyone says Mario. So,
1: <laughs> but they were smart though they they uh they they are running um Nvidia hardware within their system.
2: did, so. did you also notice in that in this uh, wonderful uh, trailer that we saw for a gaming system? Basically, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, did you uh, did you count the number of children you saw playing this gaming system? Zero. That's a big negatory. That uh, clearly. Mean,
1: did you see anyone who who doesn't enjoy craft beers <laughs> in the in the trailer, dude? They could not like have released a a commercial more pinpointed toward millennial hipsters.
2: Look at me, I, I I'm two of the guys <laughs> in the car right now with my buddy yeah. with our with and our I mean, wacky hats.
1: I've got a high top flat top right here, just like <laughs> Kid and Play did. <laughs>
2: And we're riding around in our VW bus because it's quaint. Sorry for everyone that doesn't know. <laughs> I, I picked up my two ridiculously uh, hipsterish hats and and held them on my hands like I had two friends, um, which uh. we all know I don't. So, uh, But the point was they were supposed to be pretentious hipster assholes. Uh well the other thing too I mean if you think about it it's like okay this is gonna cost upward of four hundred dollars basically so right yeah you know you don't exactly hand over your brand new iPad to a toddler so you know what right. I mean you're not yep you're, no you're, I this is not an Atari twenty six hundred made from press molded plastic
1: yeah now if you uh, one thing that is interesting uh, if you're not um, downloading the games uh, you will be buying them on small SD cards.
2: Yeah. Kind of like a cartridge based system again. Yep,
1: Absolutely. And I can only imagine how many parents will be flipping the fuck out when they spend $70 for a game and it goes through the, the washing machine. Is it, are they like micro (laughs) SD cards? Uh, they're they're about the size of like a regular SD card. I mean, they're proprietary. Okay. Um, but it is it is that's the size of it so but so
2: we're not talking something that's that's very much beyond the size of a postage stamp exactly dude mom yep. timmy just swallowed my game
1: yeah it, the one thing that that i that it will be interesting um, when they showed the the mul- the the multiple people playing on the small screen like okay where's the power source on this mm-hmm. <laughs> because if you're running uh, Bluetooth to connect everything, that's going to be a heavy battery drain. Yeah. Not to um, mention it
2: looks scarily like the beginning of, uh, of mental processing pods where they're taking us <laughs> over all that time we're spending on the screen. We're actually sub processing <laughs> in our subconscious. Right. The yeah, greater yeah. Hive I mind.
1: Mean, they're smart though. I they I think, I think this is the biggest um step for them in a long time this is this is essentially what the what the Wii was do you know what I mean when that first came out the first gesture based anything that we'd seen uh anywhere and and I think this is kind of the next step for them um having the the Wii U be the 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 transitional stage
2: yeah I mean they were the ones that that really kind of brought the concept of Xer gaming and getting people off of the couch And, you know, they, so they did, they started this whole, they're, they're the reason why I've got this nutty camera molded in plastic that looks up and down and left to right when you first turn on your (laughs) Xbox 360. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry, I just got a message from somebody cool on Twitter. That's all.
1: Hey, what's up, cool?
2: Hey, Cool. cool person of Twitter. Cool person on the tweets. Uh, anyway, uh, I th- I thought it's it's an intriguing concept for sure, and it, it definitely is one of those things that will be uh, it potentially redefining for an industry. Uh, but sure. it'll be also very interesting to see how it truly plays out. Let's see what it's like when it really does come to market. Yep, you know what I'm saying.
1: Yep, no, I I, I totally agree with you, and like honestly, I. I feel that, I mean, at this point in my life, with my PC, my Xbox 360 allows me to have what little um, online uh, casual gaming that I need if I'm in the couch. So I, I just, I'm kind of, i don't kind of past consoles. I know that sounds bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd st- I still have my my GameCube, and I love it to, to, to no end. Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah.
2: I, I may or may not have a functioning Wii still. Um, uh-huh. It it was kind of, uh, indetermined before it was yanked out of the uh, the AV cabinet, if sure. you want to call it that. That whole area yeah. the the entertainment center. But there, uh, yeah. my my wonderful special edition R two D two themed Star Wars Xbox. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, It's just sitting right there next to the bookshelf. Uh, when oh. after Emily had her accident, when she got uh, beyond the point of having to be on. I can't remember what they called it, but basically she wasn't able to watch TV or read. It had to be low sure. stimulus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After she got beyond that point, uh, like to watch Netflix in a room and stuff, I took the Xbox from the from the main TV and took it up there. And since then, it just hasn't been hooked up to anything, which is a shame because I do actually have that video projector in here, so I could really nerd the frick out. Yeah, dude. But uh, but I haven't. Uh, yeah, and I I really feel like I should. <laughs> I. I well, I, I don't know if you've seen this, Trent, but one of the other things, too, that amazed me in the video game world is, is probably the only reason I would give two shits about the Sony uh, vi- uh, virtual reality game system. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, and that is the fact that they have a video game where you get to be Batman. <gasps> what? Yeah. Um, the only example I've seen of it is basically like you, you see the the virtual reality gauntlet hands and they can like reach out for the cowl and then you put it on and... You know that's the bit I've seen, but yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a Batman yeah. video game. Literally, the only reason I, I would probably or or uh, because I have to admit the Xbox did come with this, and in some respects, it was cool. Uh, util- what is the name of the Xbox's uh, tracking system for movement? Connect. Yeah, the Connect. Uh, it was based around connect, and so you could uh, control uh, movements on the screen, and then uh, you could also uh, do special movements to enact the force to, like, levitate objects and then throw them at people. Uh, which I found a really fun experience until anyone else was in the room to see me do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh- at which point, then the luster was lost. Sure, uh, it's it's gone at that point. <laughs> yeah, but you know, a, a chance to be able to also sit down and and play in the Star Wars universe in any way, shape, oh, or dude, form.
1: Totally. Like, like here's the thing. I uh, I'm such a casual gamer that uh, Telltale games are totally my jam. Right. So these are games that basically you have like two decisions to make, and you don't have to push a lot of buttons. But you're there for the story. If they could make a like a, a Batman VR Telltale game. Sign me up.
2: That's just like Sign me up. That's well and and, and that's when we lost Trent for 32 hours. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he just he was he was he was in the net, man. Yeah. He was in the net. Coming off of Twitter using the hashtag netheads Oh, I forgot about that. Um uh at that fracking cat in uh talking about the uh, the SD side cards for the new Nintendo Great. So when you blow on the SD card to make the game work, it'll fly across the room and get lost in the carpet. Damn it.
2: I was just—I was gonna try and make some crappy joke about you know like SD ports that are filled with saliva now because it, kids are chewing on it. Yeah. Speaking of kids, dude. Yeah. Ha- Happy Halloween, Will. Uh, yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah. It's so funny um, with the age difference in my daughter. So now I've got one that's a teen that you know is probably this year just going to uh, troll the neighborhood with a friend, not even really trick or treat so much. And then I've got my two year old who is going, who is uh, cognizant of the experience now. Right. So uh, today we did some of that pre-Halloweening that uh, uh, businesses have come up with as a concept to get people out into local commerce, and that's yeah. to have like uh, like store based uh, trick or treating events. You go around to the stores in the shopping area. But the other cool thing that they did, uh, which I've got a little funny tale to tell about uh is this trunk or treating thing have you heard about this
1: man huge deal out here in utah and wyoming and idaho
2: oh really it's a central it's a central state kind of thing huh
1: well i I think it started i think it started mostly in rural areas Mm -hmm. um for for example where i grew up like i mean you would spend more time in the car trick-or-treating than you would actually trick-or-treating
2: that would not make sense
1: you know what I mean? So it brings everyone together. You can kind of get through it faster. You get more candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, my, my brother in the past has has made like, a, he took one of those really long horse trailers and did like a spook alley he had to go through to get the candy in, in the parking lot, stuff like that. Oh, that's um, a
2: cool one. Yeah, because every one yeah. of the trunks in this case, they do. Everyone competes for money in different categories because you decorate your trunk or back of your uh, truck or whatever in a theme. And, yeah, you know, okay, okay. And people wear costumes to go along, like with the theme. Sure. Like there was one where they uh, converted their trunk space into a winter wonderland, and they had an Olaf there, and the girls were dressed as Elsa and Anna from Frozen. Oh, nice! Yeah you know uh now the funny thing though is i'm i wasn't very w- aware of the situation uh because this was in a very crowded uh shopping area here in my town and so uh, i already knew just from past experience uh, this place has a real ingress egress problem if you know what i sure. mean yeah, uh, I do. Th- it's like it was built but it wasn't really built for the capacity it gets so i generally <laughs> knew where the event was so i knew that of the three entry points Everyone is going to be flooding the other two, right? So, so I went with this one, and we parked uh, basically at the end of the shopping center, walked through it to where the the trunk or treat was, and so we just we just walked up to it and started going through it, and uh, like people were just walking up to Blair, asking her if she wanted candy, uh, which in this case was okay. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> it, well, and that's the thing; it does it does create a safe spot, at least more safe place than than
2: other strangers. Well, you know, I I remember hearing about this the first time hearing about it was uh, immediately after 9/11 uh, as a as a safe way for kids to go trick or treating that season without having sure. to be afraid. Yeah. Um so with that this was nice, but what we discovered in in going through it was there was actually this really long line of people waiting to go in at the other end. <laughs> because uh, for some reason, all of the trunk or tree cars were I guess were along one line, and everyone was just like waiting, and there were several choke points, so uh, sure. we we unwittingly broke the rules, Trent well, you know, rules are made to be broken well, in this case too it, it I mean, it was like my two year old it was, and we and we weren't trying to like say buck the system or what have you. <laughs> Right. But then the cool thing was some of the shops on the way back, too, had the, uh, you know, they had uh, candy and the kids could trick-or-treat the shops, too. So we did that. And then inadvertently, you weren't getting my messages, which was great.
1: Yeah. Turned out, luckily.
2: uh, Right across the street at another shopping center, they had a similar event. And this was cute because she got a little Cinderella pumpkin, uh, which, by the way, is not anything fancy or Disney related. It's a a type of pumpkin, folks. It's small and (laughs) round. Uh, so well, this one was so she got one of those because one of the stops was the grocery store, and then uh, we proceeded to get Dum Dum uh lollipops from just the entire rest of the row. Nice. <laughs> well, those things, man. It's it's just yeah. like you can pick just like go to the bank. <laughs> let's just uh, let's just go. It's a dollar store item. I got a whole yep. bag of Dum Dums.
1: Yep. No, it totally is like 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 when you go to the bank. That's that's what you can always
2: that's at what least you can always here. count on right by you, your teller. Yeah. Yep. The pen on the chain that half the time doesn't work, and yep. some dum-dums. Actually, I'll, you know... I'll tell you what, though. Go ahead. I just going say, I'll tell you what, I, I, I go to one bank that I that I actually love, because they always have dog treats in the drive-thru for, uh, for the pup. Oh, now that's cute. Yeah, isn't that fun? I like that. Well, you know, and that's, I hate to sound like the douche that I am, but... Uh, that, that's one of the things that which very bad for your dog by the way but i i discovered that there were those things called like uh puppuccinos or whatever uh, where you if you're going through the starbucks drive-thru because that's really the way you want to get oh, your coffee
1: sure yeah, yeah yeah
2: they would give you a cup of whipped cream so yeah. and that became yeah, and- emily and my's thing for a while we would take our dog jack through the or yeah. both dogs and but the no, that makes sense dog biscuits that's cool
1: yeah uh, and then also where's another place Einstein's they make they have they have like dog treats in the shape of a bagel. Oh,
2: that's cool. So you can get
1: a dog bagel at Einstein's.
2: Yeah, I think our local bagel shop may have that too. one of them, not the other. Um, yeah. yeah, but I'm not gonna say which one. You gotta find out on your own. Oh, you yeah. know, I gotta tell you on Twitter, somebody uh, tweeted at me. Uh, and I tried to explain this to my, my mechanic when I dropped in to get the battery swapped out in my wife's car, and I don't think it came across well. But uh, one of our <laughs> listeners actually is in a neighboring city, and they asked me for the name of my mechanic because I, I talked him up on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Previously, because it is, it's is—it's one of the few mechanics I've experienced. When you find one, it feels so good. To find a mechanic you, you can actually trust.
1: And you fucking, you latch on to them. You yeah. know what I mean. You mm-hmm. will follow them. You will do whatever it takes. Um, you know, you'll you'll start buying crystals from him. Um, Sometimes, yeah. if you have I mean,
2: to, because you know sells crystals. Because he's like, uh, you know, it's my, my <laughs> sister-in-law makes them. I'm trying to help her out.
1: Nope, nope. He, my my uh, mechanic, totally
2: believes in the holistic power. Of crystals. Hey, look, man. Who am I to judge? <laughs> what do I know? You know, that's one. No, absolutely, it, Trent. That's one. <laughs> I, I, I like came to a new life truth today, uh, uh-huh. as because Blair got about a twenty minute nap in, and then we went to this uh, parent and me session of kids love soccer, and I realized I'm dealing with a two year old who is on grass with a soccer ball, and it's yeah. like I can I can suggest some things. But she's just not going to get some stuff, or she's going to want to do her thing. And I just suddenly realized, you know what? That's okay. As long as you're having fun, go at it. And Trent, I got to tell you, that's how I feel about our podcast now. It's (laughs) You know what? If it just doesn't feel right, that's fine. You know what? Let's just make it fun, and let's let's go that way, man. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just do that. That's how I feel now. So I I hope you feel that way. I get really kind of loose on a Saturday night, don't I? (laughs) Listen to Will. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, but, what, was but, the other, mean, what was the other big bit well, of news? Well, I was just
1: gonna say, like in the past, man, like this is
2: Halloween is your jam. Usually it is. This year I haven't been feeling it so much, but that's because uh, you know life just takes different turns, and so uh, there's been some stuff going on professionally that I'm not really going to talk about here. but yeah. But it's kind of like shifted my focus to uh, being very work oriented. Uh, usually I, I have a better uh, work-family balance, I think is the best way to put it. And and sure. now it, I, it shifted a little bit. Uh, so, like, there is. There's nothing decorated. I haven't thought of any costume. Like, I thought the other day, well, if I just wear some black slacks, a white shirt, and the purple Willy Wonka jacket, I could just, a little face makeup, and I'm the Joker like that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but would be good to go. But I would be Lex Joker. Because no hair.
1: Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or,
2: or I can dig that. Or I could put back on the Google Glass and the back uh, black pork <laughs> pie hat, and I could <laughs> I could be dorky Walter White. You yeah. know. I mean, I got a lot of options, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other nice thing about having, in the past, been obsessive about Halloween. I mean, I've even. Look Trent, I've even got in a bag in the garage. What is literally, I'm not kidding. The worst Batman costume ever. <gasps> I made. love
1: horrible costumes, dude. Well,
2: and this was the one if you remember uh when I didn't get out to the Salt Lake Comic-Con the first time. This yes. was this is how I intended <gasps> oh, on taking the stage. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. Because it is it's first of all, it's nothing but a gray it, it's a gray unitard with the bat symbol on it. And then it has these uh just almost shiny lame uh black uh outer underwear. What do you call it? the briefs? What
1: Yes, uh like the yeah, yeah, briefs. Yeah.
2: And then it's got like gold lame as well as the belt integrated into the briefs, which by the way, don't fit me. At all. <laughs> and then the cowl is made from this same stuff. I mean, this thing is just atrocious, yeah. but I was gonna love every minute of it, if nothing else, because I hadn't planned to reveal it to you. So that way I just came out that way. And I just figured that right there is a show.
1: Yeah. Dude, I tell you what, one of what when I when I'm at Comic Cons, one of my favorite things is uh it's, it's it's a dual edged sword, right some people won't understand that you cause co- that, that someone might be cosplaying as fat sad spider-man person mm-hmm. because they think you are fat sad spider-man person
2: right and that's what <laughs> this would have been this would have been me totally. intentionally going that route I mean it's sad fat Batman yes and it's just and there was and and it really there was there was no other thing but it wasn't like I did it and I was clueless of it. I mean, this right. thing was so bad, I really was considering the different ways I could improve it, because I just... There's so there's some amount of bad you're willing to accept. Right. Yes. It's kind of like this election cycle. There's some amount of bad you're willing to accept, <laughs> uh, but I mean, some you just different. can't... You can't go that far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that makes uh,
0: sense.
2: I never would have thought a fat Batman costume would have equated to the election <sighs> at all, but hey, whatever. But, you know... <laughs> it actually does. Uh, so what else was the uh what what else was the big drop other than the oh Nintendo Switch? Oh my gosh, two this week. Um, the new Apple MacBook Pro. Oh yeah, the one with the uh with the gamer display at the top uh-huh. of the keyboard
1: yeah well, so so essentially, you've got, yeah, so you've got what?
2: that's the first thing I thought of. I mean, I know it's an interactive touch thing, and it does cool things, but initially, I thought, oh, it's like the gamer display on those high price keyboards.
1: that is exactly what it is like so so uh and I and I'm not an avid Mac user, but you know how their version of this of the start uh button is just sits down at the bottom, whatever that's called.
2: yeah, the dock.
1: Yeah, so basically you have the dock as a touch um in uh s- scrolly thing on your keyboard. And then instead of having like your F1, your F4s, and everything else, you can then just uh create your own uh that way through like um
2: Again, you know, just like shortcuts. a gamer board. <laughs> yeah, just
1: like a gaming board. Um uh it it, <laughs> uh it it does it does have the an upgraded uh display, which is more like the, the actual uh IMAX you know, um, dude.
2: The other thing about it that, that that about that stupid little scrolly bar thing that really yeah. uh, gets my attention, though, is the moment because you know, for those that don't know, uh, almost all of the audio that you may listen to on um, on via thesmodcast.com dot yeah, is is almost all gone through part of the Adobe Creative Cr- Cloud suite. Yep. and the thing that I thought was the coolest and it's the only reason why I would want this at all is just because that little controller it also adjusts for the programs that you're in and I just want to see what it does right. when I'm editing audio in Adobe audition yeah for
1: sure for sure um assuming oh assuming that it's that it's upgraded well the, a, a struggle I have currently at work um I've got a 4k monitor um it's it's a laptop and it's 4K, but I also have a, a, just a regular HD monitor um, that I use in my second screen. On the 4K monitor, um, all the Adobe suite is not suited for 4K, so everything is just itty-bitty, teeny-tiny. Oh. Even when I try to like magnify and everything else, it really messes things up. So I hope that they've taken that in consideration as far as, because it could be super, super helpful that way, except for the fact two things. Uh, I don't know. Did you see the launch commercial that that they put out?
2: You know, I no, I didn't see the launch commercial. All I see all over the place, and I don't understand this at all. Is just these pictures of the exploding chalk everywhere. Right. What yeah. is their obsession with blowing up chalk?
1: So I think I think that's that's to show the the color display right for the, the new clarity and the granulator
2: yeah, right.
1: And that's and that's great. Um, it's just it's an interesting uh, paradigm shift in. Apple culture, okay? Because in the past, they've always had such clean design, such um, clear white space. Um, the product speaks for itself. Lo- like, like you- here it is, and this is what's great about it, blah, 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 blah. The commercial only has flashes, little quick snippets of of the different pieces on it, and it's, like, super dark. Like, Like, it's a regular color, but it looks black. It's so dark. Um, And then they have like this weird, like funky music, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then, yeah, they start out with the the exploding chalk thing. Microsoft. Hold hold, hold on.
2: Can you just uh, remember the word Microsoft? Because I just want to say out there, somebody, you now have the audio of of Trent narrating this commercial. (laughs) I don't have the time to do this, but if you could just please pair the two for me. (laughs) Yes. So that then I could see this because I think <laughs> yeah. that would be outstanding. Yeah. Anyway, Microsoft. So Microsoft
1: this week launches the Surface Pro Studio. Holy shit. They just out appled Apple. Really? Oh my God, dude. So first off, the commercial for this thing is insanely good. Um so so it starts out. With um, the the all these like exploded versions of all the the working pieces of the device, uh, kind of coming together, screwing in on themselves, like you know, like, like when you see an exploded version of like an engine or something like that. But it's done very very well to where it looks so real. It's all coming together, and it and it's got nuts and bolts, and it looks metal, and it's blah blah blah. And then the next thing you see is this ginormous screen that's almost beveled all the way to the edge, and then. That's it. That's all it is. It's a ginormous screen that's touch capable. Um, I'm not going to do it justice. You have to just watch the two to compare. But holy shit! I know every comic book creator will be buying this because it looks like the like the perfect device. On top of that, all they now have another interface that is uh, instead of you know using your stylus, it's a it's a round circle. Um, almost like you know, uh, you know how you have those Bose, um, uh, uh volume yeah. uh, d- devices. It looks like one of those that you then put on the screen and you use it as a scroll, God. and it goes super fast. Like, dude, I'm telling you. This computer
2: All we need now is for is the screen to be gone and we're wearing gloves, right? <laughs> and it's minority report. <laughs> we're throwing things grabbing. Nope, forget that. Do this. It's Iron it's... Man. It's all that Tony Stark <laughs> shit. That's what It's
1: just so funny because uh the the computer is so minimalistic. They did a brilliant job of showing um the the hardware that makes it durable, right? Because when you look at it, you're like, oh man, that thing's so like just break and and the screen's all movable you can lay it flat and then write on like do art on it that the studio um anyway it's it's really interesting the difference between these two um because it's the most apple product i've ever seen not made by apple and it's made by microsoft so microsoft folks Back in the hardware game in a big bad way. Well,
2: you know, I'm not surprised. I've been watching a lot of stuff uh, on demand, getting caught up. Like I watched, uh, I got caught up on The Good Place, I got caught up on uh, Timeless, Uh, and there's been a lot of different uh, Microsoft Surface Pro type commercials. Uh, about just what people can do with you know those particular tablet-based computers, yeah. and yeah. you know it's a they're like it's a word processor for writer, it's a it's a tablet for a, an artist, it's amazing, and they keep trying this message home. So I've seen a very heavy Microsoft presence, uh, but I don't know if you noticed too that uh, this week as well, uh, Google has come out now with their collaborative cloud board. Have you seen this thing?
1: No, I haven't.
2: It's it's like a 55-inch screen. It is on it's on wheels. It's made to be on wheels. You can hardwire it what? or it can be wireless. And it is a cloud collaborative board. So it's a touchscreen. You can also, let's say you're on your tablet or your computer, uh-huh. you can be in the app and then you can add your elements to this collaborative board via the app as well. You could pin oh. notes, do this. And then of course, you can have another team in and off another office on the same on another system, but similar right. one. And they're a part of that as well. It's updated in near real time and they're part of and it's even got uh, the demo video they have if it even has the corny little uh, like geo tags that they have for the Google Maps. Okay. And, and they've got those with the person's face on it, so you know geographically who this is and where they are adding to this or viewing this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it we're really getting into this whole interactive wall time. Uh where, um, go ahead.
1: No, I'm just saying I'm I'm gonna throw up on the Tumblr um both of the uh the trailers so you can see the difference between the two. Um so that's all. Just so so if you go to the yeah, we well, I'll follow us on on Twitter and and you'll be able to see it.
2: Yeah, technology, man, it's getting crazy, Trent. Yeah, it really is. Oh, by the way, I gotta tell you, are, oh, are you sorry. are you up to oh, date? Quick, Go ahead. Quick, yeah. quick,
1: last thing. Quick, last thing. They both use the exact same stock footage of the the chalk exploding.
2: No shit.
1: Yes, they they both use the exact footage. It's fucking hilarious.
2: That is mind bendingly insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's funny.
2: Well, especially, it's just like, okay, so what happened? Getting images, just get this in in 4K?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's funny, though. They're
2: like, hey, it's part of our $195 a month subscription. Just use it. <laughs> just Come on, just use that it. That is cool. That I want that on my presentation. <laughs> Said both companies. I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, that's funny, though, especially if it really was like uh, some type of just uh, 4K video suite. Of yeah, amazing the, the,
1: footage they the, for, Yeah, like a commercial thing or whatever, yeah. The, 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 the seller wasn't like, by the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a couple extra bucks, I can tell you who's already bought this. Yeah, I can tell you who's using it. <laughs> Which, by the way, one of the coolest elements, I thought, in um, the beginning of... Uh, what was the first onomatopoeia story? Was that Cacophony? I think it was. It was, yeah. Uh, where... Uh, When Deadshot is breaking into Arkham to kill the Joker, uh, one of the elements that they talk about was a former guard that got laid off from Arkham who just ran a simple ad saying, uh, you know, would love to talk or whatever. And then lists his years of experience in Arkham. And that's how Deadshot knows how to get into Arkham because this guard for several thousand dollars just sold the info. Sorry, I know that's an odd side note, but I just thought I had it. Uh, uh, so, one of the things I just mentioned, Trent, was that I got uh, caught up on The Good Place on NBC, which... Oh, my God, dude. This has been one of, for me, the most surprising new comedies uh, to come along in a while. Uh, I don't know. Are you, Do you happen to be caught up on it?
1: I, I've got two episodes that I haven't seen yet. But, man, I tell you what. Ted Danson is the most charming motherfucker <laughs> alive. I'm not even kidding dude like like you see it a little bit in cheers and then you really see it if you watch bored to death right and and he just embraces this just like oh you just want him to succeed so well and you love him so much oh he's he's the best he
2: he he really does kind of uh, he he really just taps in and really has fun with the with the role that he's in here because he is he's so deliciously naive yet omnipotent at the same time
1: godlike
2: (laughs) yeah it's almost (laughs) weird wait until you get uh, caught up because all I will say is Trent that you know uh, when you when you get through the first two episodes yeah at first you're like okay so is this the way this is gonna go and the ballsiest thing about this series is that if you think, okay, well, so this is the way it's going to go, it doesn't. It keeps up in the ante, and it's really? and it's going into. I don't want to ruin it, but it goes into goes into both. Look, uh, real simple. It, at one point, you you think you know the premise, and you think, well, how can they possibly maintain this? And it's like the writers' room was extremely cognizant of it, and they have completely come up with an answer, which is to not. Uh-huh. And on okay. that is all I will say about it. And it, I, you know, the thing is, I just love, uh, I guess, these uh, ballsy uh, new shows that come, Like Brooklyn Nine Nine, for me, was really yes. ballsy when it came out. Yeah, agreed. Uh, it, but it, but it was unique and it was wonderful and enjoyable. And that's the same way I feel about. Uh, the good place. It is absolutely not what I expected. And it even, like, uh, one of the base concepts about this is that you're in the good place, not the bad place, after you've died. And, <laughs> and one of the other benefits of this neighborhood is that you get to meet your true soulmate. Right, yes. And in this, Kristen Bell is a person who uh, apparently somehow uh, got to the good place when she shouldn't be and and there's an episode I, I if you've only got two left i then you've i think you're there already or or you're close and, and it even addresses the like the core thought that i thought is this poor guy that's helping her cuz he just happens to be uh an ethics professor on earth right uh you know if she is there and she's not his true soulmate cuz she's not supposed to be there then where is his true soulmate right yeah, yeah Yeah. and boy that must suck for him to realize that and they even address that in an episode oh i haven't got to that episode yet. okay well it's coming up they get to that okay. it's it is a topic okay. i didn't spoil it though <laughs> oh and no just, i and, hope not Tret, wait till you get to the part with the cactuses that's all i'll say okay that okay. is the, that is the most uh i can't believe i got to be able to say something like that in this lifetime you know, it's it's kind of like... Just wait till like, you get to the cactuses. Yeah, just wait till you get to the cactuses, man. It's kind of <laughs> like t- s- telling somebody, just wait till you get to the tortoise and Breaking Bad.
1: Oh, my God, dude. I'm
2: not equating oh. what the cactuses mean to that. I'm just saying... No, kinda, but now
1: I'm reliving all those emotions.
2: Yeah, that was some heavy stuff. Boy, I tell you, yeah. that is that is definitely one of those series that every once in a while I think it's okay to go back and dip your toe in or to, to power through, but... Um it, it it affects you if you do too much of it at once. Oh shit, the breaking I can imagine. bad. So uh yeah. you know, I'm just saying binge uh with clarity, folks. Uh but I I don't know. The good place is just it's been I and I love the fact that they have this informational bot Janet that is Oh yes again so just gleefully happy and I don't know, folks, I if you if you haven't if you have the opportunity to catch up on it, and the nice thing is if you are on Xfinity or Comcast, uh, they own NBC as well, so right. Uh, you get to like see all the episodes of it. But the other one that all, I binged on,
1: all Viacom folks. Yeah,
2: the other thing I, I was able to uh, to catch up on, which I'm surprised I hadn't watched before because it was about time travel, was the the new show, Timeless. Oh, okay. Excuse me, and and that is absolutely nothing like I would have conceptualized at all. Uh, because, really, I and I haven't I haven't done I don't know anything about this. It, it Real simple, uh, what appears to be terrorists steal the first uh, fully functioning time machine. Oh, shit. So then the private company that made it has to bring in the NSA, and they are in effect using the, uh, the original prototype, which they kept as the quote-unquote lifeboat, lifeboat in case the mothership ever had problems and needed a rescue. Uh, So the really cool machine is is in the bad people's hands, and then we got our people in the new—and then the nice thing is that because it was the quote-unquote lifeboat, uh, no matter what, somehow the two uh, motherboards are linked so they can at least know the date that the other ship goes to. Yeah. But the ballsy thing that they're doing there that I didn't expect on a time travel show is they're actually fucking with history. Oh, like actually, like doing it, like, like 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 changing things, like the Hindenburg got to land and instead blew up a little later. Oh, really? Which has which butterfly effect has okay, ramifications. Okay, so, so I was
1: just going to ask. Okay, so we so now we go back and we look at some of the great episodes of, um, Rick it, and Morty, uh, Quantum Leap. Oh, there you go. Okay, and there's there there's that one episode where um he leaps into uh they're on a train and uh, he has to stop somebody from being killed. And it, and it's juxtaposed at the same time with um Al uh, being on trial um, uh, or, or like trying to get more funding to keep things going so that, uh, so that he doesn't get lost in, in the leap and uh, halfway through uh, the trial judge changes, meaning that he had succeeded in, in, um in like saving whoever or whatever. Is it like that? Like, because an Al wasn't aware that it had changed. But
2: yes, we gotta see it. It's exactly it. like that.
1: Okay, okay, okay. And, 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 yeah, because And, and to put
2: it in the nerdiest of terms, those that are in the quantum flux are aware of the changes. Those that have been in outside of it don't. Yeah, they sure that's the way okay. it's always been. Man, that's that's hard to pull off. That's I, well, like I'm saying, that's pretty ballsy because yeah, then like the base reason why one of the characters sticks in this is because she no longer has a sister. Oh. And so she's like, I'm, so she's I'm, like no. I'm only in this to get my sister back. By the way, a few things. Uh, for one, and I have no reason, uh, no idea why. But uh, happy 11th anniversary to Roller Dog NC and his wife. Congratulations! Oh there. yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> when I was talking about the Batman suit, Lee Velasquez Z Digital 13 on Twitter said, "Go." Get the bat suit. We will all wait. <laughs> no 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 man. No no no. Uh, uh, uh. Not in my house. <laughs> you didn't you didn't say the magic word. Uh, 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 uh. And that fracking cat also backing us up to the good place is awesome. I, I just it, it's it one of It is so good. Yeah, I really was I was genuinely surprised by it. Um uh, but Timeless is, is surprising me as well. It's got some good stuff going on and I like it. And they even okay. they even create a problem Uh, That allows them to. Anyway, never mind. Just all I'm saying is it's it's an interesting show, and I like the way it uh, plays out. Uh, You know, because they'll even show us like in the first one, they show us the way history actually happened, and then later on, shit changes. Uh, But then another episode happened the other way around, kind of where we see the way history happened, but it changed, but this time for the better. And I don't know what I don't know. It's all I'm saying is it's got to have the world's (laughs) most complicated writers' room board. (laughs) You know,
1: to where it's just like, okay, <laughs> so this is where it starts. They just rolled the one
2: in from Lost, <laughs> shuffled the
1: cards. I was, I was, just gonna ask, do they know where
2: they're going with this? It doesn't matter at this point. Who cares? <laughs> but that is one thing that's weird about the Good Place. You notice every episode is titled by as being a chapter.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. It is. Yeah.
2: And I'm wondering if somehow, and this is the ultimate paranoia, because we're talking about a 30 minute sitcom, folks. Uh, but I wonder if that has some hidden meaning as well that will play out later.
1: Sure. Sure. And can we talk about how just like, I mean, you've got, and it's so great because you've got, how do I put this? You've got, um, uh, Ted Danson, who is just the most charming, lovable guy in the world. And then in real life, you've got Kristen Bell, who is that real life, just as charming and lovable, as it gets and then she's the worst in the, in this show. Well yeah, like, she's the, she's the
2: element that's not supposed to be there and but, she truly is just a Oh, but I got to tell you Trent. Like uh, uh, coming up there's also a point where somebody is is getting asked uh, a basic questionnaire to determine if they are a good or a bad person. Oh shit, okay. And one of the things on there is have you ever had a vanity license plate?
1: <laughs> Uh-oh.
2: Damn it, man. I was so close. Yep. What did I do to myself? Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Oh, by the way, too. uh, Recently, uh, I became aware of this, and I'm very interested to read it. I don't know anything else about it, and the fact that it's available digitally means that it's probably old. Okay. uh, But it's a limited 12-issue run series uh, based on uh, the stories based on the vision. You know, the vision the, from from the Marvel comic.
1: Oh, oh, OK. Yeah. 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 And yes. in
2: this, in order to uh, understand what it means to be human, he gets himself a regular job and he creates a, a, a family of, of vision. People. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. It's it's um it's it's it started. Uh, um, it was 2015. At the end of 2015. Yeah.
2: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just got the, the full series because uh, I found out I have to take a trip back east soon. So I've got mm-hmm. that on my yep. iPad waiting for me to enjoy. But I just love that base premise alone at the very beginning. Yep. Yeah. Because of the just even the base ramifications. Okay, well, wait. So are they independently thinking beings then? Because if he doesn't know what it is to be human, then they definitely know. They,
1: and exactly, yeah.
2: That's got to be dangerous. Yep. I mean, I'm no writer. I'm just saying that's that seems a little. That's like saying uh, napalm got together with a, a lighter to have babies, and the resulting napalm lighter babies are are what you're trusting to run around and yeah, interact with other is, people. Yeah,
1: is is who is who you're sending um over to your kid's house to play with for a play date Yeah, exactly.
2: Can't believe they let them do that. Is all I'm saying. Uh, Anything else going on in your world, man? Anything else that's hip and cool? Anything you wanted to talk about? I just. I've been trying to stay away from the election as much as possible. But but no, I mean, there are ways, believe it or not, there are ways to talk about this election in almost, I believe, an intellectual way. For example, if we just take an abstract element and look at it, we can discuss the uh, moral. Uh, questions around this and and let, okay. for example, let's take this. Let's take the hacked emails of uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, John Padista. He sure. uh, he had been hacked. Uh, who uh, uh, his inform his emails were acquired. Uh, now they're being distributed uh, purportedly through WikiLeaks. And I say that because uh, the Clinton campaign is not commenting on the authenticity of these items. Uh, and I think there have been uh, elements that they have found where uh, there may be evidence of tampering of original emails to maybe say other things.
1: Ooh, okay. Uh,
2: according to uh, our government, they are saying that they are able to connect this hack back to a uh, a data uh, i don't want to say espionage but for lack of a better term a cyber crimes division within the kremlin they're saying they can connect it to that so and so that's why they're not like say
1: anything about it because it's yeah okay, okay okay
2: so but here's the thing about it but the news is still reporting on some of the things that have been found in there uh so all that uh information if you correlate that all together uh You get into uh, where does the responsibility lie and more to the point, at what point does the media draw the line? Uh, Because if we're saying that this information is sourced by uh, a cybercrime against uh, an American citizen by a foreign government, should we even be looking at this information? That right, comes yeah. To us. Um,
1: well, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's you know, we're we're everyone's so quick to like start citing WikiLeaks and everything, but like, that's illegal. What they did.
2: Yeah. More to the point, like I said too, and if and the other crazy like, thing, yeah. Here's the crazy part that really hasn't come up, and I'm only br- I'm not br- bringing this up to inflame everybody. Uh, I'm just bringing this up as a very what I think valid point if you remember, one of the few times we've talked about politics on this show was because I was completely shocked and astonished that Donald Trump looked into a camera and then said, you know, for uh, if, if for the people that did hack the DNC, if you could come up with Hillary's emails, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him. Yeah. So that's a candidate saying out to potential hack. And that was the thing. It's like he said it was a joke and, and it was all blown out of proportion but when you take that into consideration... That it's happening. That it actually happened. Yep. I mean, yeah, what dude. are the... Impl- I'm just saying, it, it's. these are all the different ways you can you can look at some of these. My whole point, too. I've said it here a few times. I, I'm disappointed in the media overall, this election cycle. Uh, Agreed. Because, uh, honestly... And I know this, based on everything we've said on the show, I'm sure this is the one thing that may confuse people the most, but I'm very disappointed in the media and the way that they've portrayed Donald Trump. And by that, I mean, every single time you run an article, if you pick the worst possible image of the candidate, you are instantaneously providing me with what your perspective is. Yep. Oh, Uh, absolutely. And journalism, I thought was supposed to be unbiased. Uh, the other thing that I, I think that I, I can't stand about this election cycle is just the the flagrant abuse of uh, of uh, boisterous exaggeration, I guess is the best, yeah. is the, the politest way to put out straight out lying. Yep. But not fact checking. Uh, yep. And almost to the pedantic point that fact checking is happening. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's just, this is the weirdest election I've ever observed. I know. It's bizarre, dude. And you, it's got to be really weird for you because you're in Utah. Uh Uh-huh. And I mean, like.
1: It's a swing state now. Who would have thought? That's,
2: yeah. If if you guys have ever gone to 538.com, it's all words, 538. It represents the 500. It's it's a reference to the 538 electoral votes that are out there. Right. They use data modeling to show uh, where the, based on polls, where the election stands right now. And I've literally seen Utah go purple. I didn't. I mean, well, pardon me. I should say I saw it go really light pink, and I I thought yeah. the seventh seal had been cracked. Yeah. That's it. Dude, I know. I know. Yeah, Utah not going Republican. That's insane. Yeah, it's 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 well, it's weird. At, at this point, actually, the interesting thing to watch out of Utah is to see if it actually becomes the first state to have a third party candidate win. To, electoral to votes we, yeah electoral votes yeah uh, uh-huh. because that's uh apparently at p- play with your guy mcmullen no wait that's yeah. not his name what is it mc- i think it is mc that can't be what it is because that's, that's the re- ridiculous name i gave my gnome
1: mcgillen okay uh, there see, you go uh
2: uh, uh uh his first name starts with an e it really doesn't matter this is netheads <laughs> not political talk usa
1: what is it like you ha- wait hold on let's rewind
2: mccullen you had a gnome Oh, you don't know I I have a uh, I have like, like three... pillow pants? I have two two this... th- No no <laughs> I have yard gnomes. Yard gnomes.
1: Oh. Okay I didn't know if if your if your wife had been you know had had
2: been using the <laughs> pillow pants defense. No. No. That's just that's just called having a toddler Trent. It did it... There's no energy for anything other than the toddler. That's it. Um no, no, no! I uh, there was one day uh, many, many moons ago when I was going through the hardware store, and in the clearance section was a a, a garden gnome who had this. Uh, he has a solar light that's inside of a of a bag that he's holding up. Right, so he's got a okay. he's got a big glowing sack at night. Okay, uh, so how could I not get it for five bucks? Uh, <laughs> At which point then, one Halloween, for some reason I had said that his name was McMullen. I think at the time, because McLovin was big, it's super bad, so I figured it was a way to make it sound a little more, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I would make a gnome sound Irish, but I did. Sure. Um, And I said he was McMullen. Well, one Halloween, he was abducted, and then I received ransom notes, and then I received notifications that he had escaped his travelers, and he had been photoshopped into all these various locations. All of this being received via mail. And, what? and then and then when he came back, he was returned with a um a, a slightly smaller female gnome, and uh, <laughs> and so apparently he was married. They even painted wedding rings on these things, painted them on, and then huh? and then I'm not sure if uh, if the next uh, year they were both abducted and returned with a third little baby gnome. Or if it was that she just showed up with the baby gnome as well. I can't remember anymore. Um, but my gnome was abducted twice. <laughs> the first time just him, the second time his entire family. Oh, my God. This is... The great. things you learn on netheads, Trent. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely great. I, I kid you not. I, I I mean, I'm sure, actually, if you go to willwelkins.com, uh, my quote-unquote blog site... Yeah, I I think I documented the whole McMullen thing. I mean, there may even be a tag category of gnome is what I'm saying.
1: I'm definitely checking this out.
2: Yeah. So that (laughs) uh, that entire thing happened. But uh, why were we even bringing up my why did I bring up my gnome? No, I brought up the gnome. You 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 said it was the same name as your gnome. And I was like, oh,
1: like like the the, the record scratched. (laughs) Hold on a second. Wait, who gives a shit about about (laughs) the president? you got a fucking uh, pussy troll. (laughs)
2: Okay, admittedly, yes, that is kind of the. <laughs> I did throw that in just conversationally. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm just like, wait, no, what? Yeah,
2: Stop. That's just like I'm talking to you about anything else, and this show, like, and you know, John F. Kennedy actually killed himself. So,
1: yeah. Oh, anyway, wait a
2: minute. Hold on a second. What did you say? <laughs> I apologize, I mean, but anyway, it, the the whole point is that somehow this uh, this thirty par- third party candidate that did get himself on the ballot actually. Uh, he even, uh, there was one poll I think that showed him neck and neck with both Clinton and, uh, Trump. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's like, not only is it a swing state, but it is, is it going to be the, the, the historical state that a third party candidate actually got some electoral votes?
1: Well, and, and it's, I mean, there's a lot of views out there, uh, as to why Utah is hard to pull and it, and it's not pulled very often. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's it's
2: gonna go Republican. Come on.
1: Yeah, it, like all the all the all the Republicans, uh, uh, the senators have have said. Um, what, what did one of them say the other day? Um, I will not endorse Donald Trump, but I do. But I am voting for him.
2: Okay. That, <laughs> I'm like, that, well, wait do where do you stick to your morals? <laughs> that just that's. <laughs> Sir, that sounds like a two-sided coin that makes no sense. Uh, whatevs. Yeah. Whatevs. But, but, you know, it is weird, too. Even Arizona is almost considered a swing state right now. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. it, the entire election is going to be weird. Yeah. Um, my whole thing about it, too, is it's it's not November 8th I'm afraid of as much as November 9th. Um, oh, for sure, dude. Uh, just because it seems, even though I don't know if you notice in the news, Trent, uh, our first actual election. Uh, 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 an arrest actually made in a fourth-degree felony, voter fraud existed. What? That's right. A Trump supporter. I thought a, it was
1: just a. It was just a misdemeanor.
2: A, a Trump supporter had dropped off her early voting ballot and then went into a polling location and voted again for Trump. Her reason cited: she was convinced her vote would go to Clinton because the election is rigged. So it was a, oh it was gosh. an impulse moment for her to go do that. He told us there was voter fraud, Trent. He was right. <laughs> Can you believe the irony? Oh, my gosh. It's the weirdest election cycle ever. For sure, dude. But, hey, that for Nintendo sure, Switch dude. looks like it'll be the shit, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, you know what? Even if it's not better than what's going on now
2: exactly just give me the nintendo switch we'll switch off. actually you know what though playstation is also positioning themselves as a uh as a as a television carrier now too aren't they
1: yeah yep uh um uh powers uh the mike brian michael bendis uh superhero comic is uh only viewable on the PlayStation network or if you buy the Blu-rays or whatever is that No, outside. I yeah. think
2: they're actually also providing like live television through the new PlayStation now. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they're like hey, cut your go ahead cut your cable, you know, I That's got awesome. Sony. Well, I'm That's sure awesome. you love it. I you know, actually I the other day I called up the cable company and I'm like, "Guys, I got to tell you. It's a great yeah. service. Love the service." So amazing. Can't afford the service, what can we slash? what can yeah, we do yeah what well, well, how how can we make this work? how can we and you know what their response was? I don't understand this. This sounds like I'm now gonna describe something and I'm gonna sound like Donald Trump describing it unfortunately <laughs> oh because Trent somehow I talked to them and I got the exact same service all right the exact Kay. same stuff, and they offered to me for less money well, yeah. That's why America's broken, Trent. <laughs> Wait, well, I don't understand. How can you tell me the service is worth one thing, but now if we yeah. if we change nothing and just apply current promotions, it's less. You mean kind of like uh, after my mom's last surgery,
1: uh, my dad got got the overall bill, right? Um, but then, you know, it was going to be over X amount of time, blah, 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 blah. So my dad walks in and sits down and says, Kate, am going to cut you a check. What can we... Uh, What can we actually pay if I pay it all right now? And like 40% was gone.
2: (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) Sure. Whatever. Okay. Wait a minute. So basically up until this point, as far as Xfinity was concerned, I'm a rube, right? (laughs) That's what this all boils down to. Really? All I'm saying is maybe. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Because they're like, we got this sucker to not call and complain to us when his package uh, limitations ran out. Yep. I'm a rube. Trent, I'm a schmuck.
1: Eh, it happens.
2: (laughs) Aren't we all? I I think so. Until next time, folks. My name's Will. I'm Trent. You've been listening to another edition of NetHeads. One place, mystical, magical.
1: Smodcast.com.
2: This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it.
0: Netheads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.
2: Dude. You know, I hate to sound like an incredible grown up, um, but like there was even one point where I was watching one of the live streaming um, uh, uh, rallies, right? Oh, yeah. And mind you, I've actually I've watched both candidates rallies via the live stream when they've been available. But there was one moment where at at one rally Clinton and I, I knew I'm like, well, there's a gif. Uh, There was one moment where she's like, and I have seen the president and the first lady dance. And she's like, oh, only God willing. And then Michelle Obama does like a little tiny dance move shake. Uh Sure enough, two seconds later, gift. Boom.
1: Isn't it crazy? I was talking about this at work the other day. How this, like, gifts have have had this
2: bizarre second life in popular culture. They are, I mean, I don't know if people are aware of this, but, like, gifts were... Part of the driving internet popularity of oh, at oh least gosh. the first three seasons of Community. Like,
1: for sure. Like, it's just so bizarre how, like, you know, in its inception, it's like, oh, this is a, an easy way to animate um, a smiley face that Dude, winks at you.
2: Every single time. <laughs> Uh, Annie did something on. I mean, just any major movement done by the character Annie on Community became a GIF. I think yep. ten seconds actually before it aired. Yeah, I'm not P- sure. a- a- and and it's probably still up on Annie'sBoobs.com.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, let's not start talking about shows we miss again. It just makes us sound older.
1: Yeah, and it makes us sad.
2: Very like a like a. Is there
1: gonna be another Yahoo season? No. Or are they done? No, they're That's done. That's it.
2: They're done. They burned. Crashed and burned. It's fine. The moment Abed left, the show was over, because it was all yeah. in his head anyway. Yeah. Inside of a child insane elsewhere. Yeah. After What's-Her-Name <sighs> woke up, and, and What's-His-Name was still alive on Dallas. <laughs> Bob Newhart woke up on the Newhart show yep. from the Bob... I don't know. And, and there was a ninth season of Quantum Leap. I've watched way too much television.
1: Back, you love!